0: following program is your wake-up call. Listener discretion advised.
1: Welcome to the Progressive Union. I am your host, Dorian Di Leonardo, broadcasting to you from New York City. We report the news the corporate media ignores. Joining me for this hour, as always, is my husband and co-host, Tony Di Leonardo. So we're going to start the show with a very unlikely story. Um, and you're gonna say why is she talking about this but I'll get there so New York Times Sunday style section last week last week they had in one of their pretentious articles kids digital detox and they have a colon a ball panicked parents have begun hiring screen time consultants their advice can be absurdly simple okay so, parents around the country are alarmed by the steady pattern of studies around screen time and are turning, trying to turn back time to the land before smartphones, aren't we all? Uh, but it is not easy to, remem- to, to remember what exactly things look like before smartphones, so they've taken to hire professionals. Can you imagine? A new screen-free parenting coach, this is a job for somebody now, economy has sprung up to serve the demand. There's a demand for this. Screen consultants come to your home, school or churches and synagogues to remind parents how people parented before.
0: And I could go over to their house for free, take the phone, crack it over the kid's head (laughs) and walk out.
1: Not, that wouldn't be a good idea. Um. So apparently they talk about these women that have master's degree, they're teachers, they do this on the side. And she says, this one woman, Rhonda Moskowitz, says, I try to really meet the parents where they are. And now often it's very simple. Do you have a plain old piece of material that can be used as a cape? Or maybe you have a ball somewhere. Why don't you throw it? Kick the ball. I'm serious, folks. They're telling them to go get a ball. They have a picture that you can't see on another page. Uh,
0: Kick the ball at who, the kid?
1: No, for them to play, like the way we used to. Now they have like this jungle gym and they have swings, And I'm, and, and this is what they're paying someone to tell them. The obvious, which is what they say, they say absurdly simple in the beginning of the article, That maybe children should go and be children and not have a smartphone. Maybe they should go play in a sandbox, use a coloring book, right? Color forms. Remember all these things we used to do? We used to play with Legos. I mean, I'm sure there's a million puppet shows we used to do. Make puppets, hand puppets, right?
0: I used to play a lot of stickball.
1: Stickball, volleyball. I mean, we used to play. Your mother would open the door and you would go run out and play at your neighbor's house usually or the kids was, would come usually to your house. I
0: was running out because I was running away from my mother.
1: <laughs> well, that's for another show. So the reason why I bring up this article, because when I saw it, and I, I didn't read the whole article because I'm not wasting my time, talking about the obvious. This is the obvious, right? Freaking give your kids toys to play with so they use their brains. Why should a five-year-old have a cell phone? And I saw this... Like, a decade ago, when I was working for a short time uh, as a hostess in this place, Simply Fondue. And kids used to come in. It was in, like, a... Well, she used
0: to come out smelling like poo. I did.
1: I smelled like cheese when I left there. It was really gross. Like, it's when One night, I had to pick
0: her up. She got in the car. I was like, pee, yeah.
1: <laughs> so like
0: Pepe Le Pew crawled into my car. Yeah, it was not.
1: Car. It was awful. Like, actually, we used to tell people... If they had coats with them, like sometimes people are cheap and they don't want to check their coat because, God forbid, they give you a dollar tip when you come back, to, when they come back to get it. And I used to tell them, hey, that's at your own risk because your clothing and your coat is going to smell like cheese. And some of them came with fur coats. Imagine there's women that are that cheap. They have a fur coat, which I'm totally against fur, but they have one, cost thousands of dollars, and they won't pay a dollar to the coat check to hold the coat so it doesn't smell like cheese. Anyway. I, I digress from that conversation. So the I'm obvious say that. the obvious right thing here is to make kids play. This segues into the obvious way you beat Donald Trump. Every day you turn on the TV and they're like, Who do we have to beat Trump? Right? I remember Mika Brzezinski was like asking, I forget who it was, one of her talking heads around that little table there's with all their Starbucks coffee. And she goes, Who do you have? Who can beat him? Bernie! Well, that's true. And you know why Bernie is a good choice? Because he has the right message. It's Bernie right in Tulsi your face. Bernie 2020. It's right in your face. Um, it's all about the money, Lebowski. It's about economic kitchen table issues. Because those affect everyone. Whether you are a guy that's kind of, you know... Not doesn't really lack immigrants there in Arkansas, but he can't pay for his health insurance, and they lost their jobs, right? And there was a flood. Okay, so he's not happy, and neither is the person, the guy that lives in Chicago, right? The African-American guy, maybe he got laid off, or maybe his union job got outsourced. His wife can't afford her medicine. I mean... Everyone has the same things. God,
0: you're depressing me.
1: But we all need the same stuff. We all need to breathe the air. We have to have clean water. We need to be for college if we have kids. Uh, We have to worry about retirement, right? We got to buy medicine if we're sick. We got to get to the doctor when we need to without going broke, right? Um, It's all the same. Affordable housing. I mean, it doesn't really matter where you live. Those are the basic issues. And these are the problems. But instead of doing that and talking about Trump's gift and tax cuts to the wealthy that produced no jobs, just like we said, they would not What wouldn't. did I tell
0: you before? What are they? What are they investing that money in? Well,
1: for? they're they definitely probably
0: stock buybacks breaks. and automation for their yes. businesses. so they have
1: to pay less people. So they don't have to
0: deal with these people that oh, we're the job creators. Mm-hmm. Really, prove it.
1: They're not the job creators because there's less jobs, not more. They're just crappy jobs. That you can't count Uber as a job, and we could talk all day about how they count people when they're unemployed. They only count you for those six months. Once unemployment's over and you're not employed, you are no longer counted. Once you get a job that's much less money than you made before, and you don't get insurance, you don't get benefits, you're not counted. You're you can't be counted as fully employed because you're not. So the numbers have never been good, and it's not just since Trump. It's forever. So, with that said, if you turn on the TV, so, okay, be- since we've spoken to you, because we, we reran a, a Bernie episode uh, last week, because uh, Tony and I had a little downtime, uh, which was a good episode, and I hope people listen to it. Uh, Robert Mueller, we'll just kind of s- skate over some of the top things. Robert Mueller postponed his testimony. He's doing his best garbo again, and he's like, he wasn't ready you know, to give his book report in person to his employer, which would be us. So that's next week on Wednesday. So we have that to look forward to. This is really funny. The dog ate
0: his mother report. Yeah, that's
1: right. Um, it's, you know what's funny? It's like, have you ever done a presentation at your job and like you're told to do some kind of study or report and then they tell you you have to present it? Imagine saying to your, your boss, like, you know, my report speaks for itself. I'm really not up to giving the report. I have something better to do. Bye bye. I mean, they would tell you bye bye. Cause that's part of your job. Okay. Then we have Felix Sater who Tony said to me one day, whatever happened to Felix Sater? Cause he was supposed to testify. Apparently <laughs> I'm not making this up either. This was really a story. He was going to testify, but he overslept. He overslept, and that's the reason.
0: A triple agent who took a page out of the De Plasio playbook.
1: Yeah, I know. De is always late for everything. But this guy just didn't show up. He overslept. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's supposed to be a triple agent spy, and he overslept? Jesus. Is this why we're falling behind, like all the other countries? <laughs> because even our triple agents can't arrive on at the job on time? Oh, my God. Anyway, um, then, of course, the Jeffrey Epstein stock, which we've talked about Jeffrey Epstein a very long time ago on this program. So finally, the Southern District of New York, which looks like the only place you can get any kind of justice, uh, very bravely, uh, they pulled him off a plane and they they took him in. And uh, at this point, he has many, many famous and high-powered lawyers, and they are arguing that uh, he really needs to be let out on bond. On bail. And he is offering $110 million in diamonds to post bail. Can you say flight risk? Oh, they let him out. You'll never he will never see him. We'll never. I mean, he's going to Saudi Arabia. Okay, he's going to
0: be hanging out in Dubai. Yeah,
1: he's not. He'll he'll be gone before. He'll be like, um, what was that movie that we love so much?
0: And he'll be... Uh, uh, he'll be screwing all these young little co-eds that they nab off a spring break and they shipped them over to Saudi the Arabia. The
1: Kevin Spacey movie. Which the one more? where, like, he disappeared at the end.
0: The usual suspect. Yeah, the
1: end, like, he walks down the street and poof, he was gone, right? They even say it. They even say it in the, in the movie. Kaiser
0: Suze. Yeah,
1: he'll be gone. No one will find him. Um, so there's that yeah. saga. Then they were also talking about Trump and some other women that surfaced, and everybody's like, Oh, my God. He raped this person. Oh, He's it's, terrible. It's Grabbed
0: hand wringing time again. Yes, yeah, we already know, we know what he is. See,
1: this goes. This is goes back to the story about the kids and the cell phone.
0: Okay, he had his own daughter giving him a lap dance know, at a concert. I know. I know.
1: It's very scary. So, um
0: and she looked like a willing participant. Yeah, I know.
1: And Marla was sitting there like, "Oh, whatever. I'm rich." So,
0: what does she care? That's not her kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: funny. <laughs> so anyway i don't want to get off track here which could easily derail at any moment the focus we should have is the following we already know that donald trump does not like people of color that's obvious okay it's like how do you get the kids not to use a cell phone give them a ball okay obvious okay we know that he already is awful with women we knew that when he ran for president, right? He said, grab him by the pussy. Who says that? We already know his history. Okay, he's just disgusting. He's friends with the Jeffrey Epstein. We know he knows him. We know he's probably been at those parties. And I'm sure he's done some really disgusting things with Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, we know all of this already. We also know that we have people... That are in camps right now, that haven't taken a shower, haven't brushed their teeth, and we're treating them. If, if another country was doing this, we would go, be going crazy about what a terrible dictatorship it was. Yeah, we like would be going the, nuts. Uh, the,
0: the, the crocodile tears for Syria.
1: Well, you know what I'm saying. We would be outraged. Okay, so our tax dollars are paying for that. So, never mind if Trump's a racist, because if you put the TV on tonight, I guarantee that's what they're going to talk about. We turned it on yesterday Oh, we afternoon. have to have
0: a House vote that he's a racist. Yeah, they're having
1: a House vote. Can this you believe it? This is what my
0: tax dollars yes, are going
1: for? that and putting people in camps. And
0: to have protect security, to protect this idiot? Mm-hmm.
1: Then they have...
0: My tax dollars are going to protect a guy that I can't stand.
1: Yes, and so how do we get him out of office? By voting him out of office, right? That's the best way. Vote him out. So now, the dummies, okay, and I'm going to put everybody into this category. And I don't care if people that are listening I say we have that a, I know are going to be annoyed, okay? I say we
0: have a highly intelligent ape souped up on meth with a defective <laughs> rocket launcher oh,
1: so running biased.
0: across the White House lawn. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so I think we... This is the problem, okay? So the people are so obsessed with getting rid of Trump, all right? Voting him, getting him out of office, right? They will put anybody. They're like, well, who could beat him? Who could beat him? Who could beat him? It's not the who, it's the what. It's the message. The message is the what, okay? So if you talk about to people about the problems that they face and how they can be solved, you will beat Trump. Because even some of his supporters that are the more soft uh, Republican voters that voted for him just because they couldn't stand Hillary or they didn't even go to vote, some Democrats. If you give them the message and you tell them how it's going to get done, you will beat Trump because he has a legislative record right now. He's no longer the outsider. He is the ultimate insider. He's the incumbent president. So you can beat him on message. There is no one running for president that has the right message except for Bernie Sanders. And I will say Tulsi Gabbard is right underneath it. Okay, so and there is money. There is money because recently we've been doing some research. We are spending so much money on these wars that if we weren't doing all of that, Afghanistan, why are we there? Not for us. We're there for them, the pharmaceutical companies, the military industrial complex, that's costing us $4 billion a month. We can get Medicare for all, we can get free college for people, of course we can. It's a choice, the choice of both parties. And it's not just the Republicans, it's the Democrats, too. It's your Nancy Pelosi, it's your Chuck Schumer, it's your Amy Klobuchar, it's your Pete Buttigieg, it's your Kamala Harris, it's your Cory Booker. I think
0: we got the idea.
1: (laughs) Nancy, we let you in? I just wobbled in. it's a hand-wringing time again. Ugh, we're going to get to her in a little while. So, and the ex- it's harder to do when I have to rinse my hair every 15 minutes with that cheap Clarol stuff <laughs> I use. <laughs> her hair looks funny, too. She has, like, old lady hair now. Just like Joe Biden has, like, dead guy hair. I heard that in another show, but it's very true. I'm
0: telling you, there's that zombie at the beginning of 1985's Day of the Dead. And they have the close-up of the zombie, and he's like, his eyes are moving to, like, the sun. He heard the noise and the hair is sticking up like he stepped on the third rail. <laughs> oh,
1: I have to look at that again. Every time I see
0: Biden, I think of that. Because his eyes are bugging out. I, see, I think of that zombie.
1: His eyes are bugging out like he's trying to stay awake. You know, he's like an old guy that's past his bedtime. He's like, all right, I'm trying to stay awake and remember all this stuff that's in my head. You know, my talking points. Because he's
0: got talking points. Well, maybe he should call get Trump on the speed dial for some speed.
1: Let me explain something to you. He said the other day... He actually said this in an interview, and I don't remember who was interviewing him, that um, he was talking about how the Russians meddle in all these elections all over the country. They're, they're all over the world. They're doing it right now. And he says, that wouldn't happen on, on my watch. On That didn't happen. That didn't happen on my watch with Barack. What? 2016 was your watch, buddy. No,
0: he knew... No, Obama knew there was global. He went to the Congress for money. Yes, for, yes. For cybersecurity. Yes. And what did they
1: do? They said no. They dropped the hammer. Yes, on. but my point is, Biden so said it, ne- it, was,
0: it didn't happen. I know, but he's, well, he, you never. He's you know, losing his marbles, honey. He's always worried about what to, what next flavor ice cream cone he's gonna. Yeah, use.
1: he's like losing it though. I I don't think he's all there. He's sort of turning the corner, so um. The, the, the well, don- we got a
0: president now that has already turned the corner. The
1: Democrats and the Republicans work for the same donors. Okay, so basically, and Biden has said this, everything's going to stay the same. And that's what they want. The donors want everything to stay the same. They like the, the Trump tax cuts. They don't want them rolled back, just like the Bush tax cuts, which Obama made permanent. He didn't roll them back. you got to know your history. So that's why the candidates, Bernie and Tulsi, and to a lesser extent, Andrew Yang... They got to keep those people like, you know, um, on the outskirts, you know, marginalized, sort of ignored. The outliers. Yeah, they have to do that because they don't want us to hear that message because we're going to be like, yeah, that makes sense, right? It's like... These people are telling them, give your kid a ball. They won't use a cell phone anymore because people are so mesmerized by, we have to get rid of Trump. We have to get rid of Trump. Anybody but Trump. Anyone at all. They'll put anyone there. They'll put the monkey on the lawn that you talked about. They'll put our cat Bon, bon. They'll put anyone there. As long as it doesn't say Trump, President Trump, they'll put like anyone. Like I said, you get Caesar
0: cranked up with a, with, with a rocket launcher.
1: Stop. So if you want to guarantee a loss, If you really want to lose, and it looks like they do, and I watched the episode last episode season finale, I love the show, Cartoon President, only because it's so creative and I admire the fact that they could draw the characters the way they do, the voices, and it's very current to what's going on, which means they're doing it very close to the time the show is coming on. So it's pretty impressive. It's Stephen Colbert. It's pretty funny. But their episode talked about how the Democrats decided that they wanted to throw the election because they all figured they would lose to Trump, that they couldn't beat him. And I said to myself, that person whoever ever wrote that, s- that episode was pretty sharp because it looks like they're throwing it by doing what they're doing. I mean... They started using race as their focal point for the election, which is similar to the last time around, right? And they blew,
0: uh, blew up in their face yes, then, too.
1: Yes, they used women and all of that, and it didn't work. So now it started with Kamala Harris, right? She attacked Joe Biden. So it made it about race, and all of a sudden people gave her money. But she's not as popular as people think, and I'm going to tell you why after. Um, and now... Instead of us talking about how we're going to free these poor people that are like in these concentration camps that our taxpayer dollars are paying for, and we're also paying you know, contractors. Some of these people are uh, former Trump workers like John Kelly that are part of these um, corporations that are receiving our taxpayer dollars to do this to these people. That is what we should be talking about. But instead, we are all talking about how he's a racist and he set it up and I don't think that he did it on his own although we have no absolutely well, no when, I, when backup. I sat
0: down at the tv and what did I do today I turned it on See so you know, they're talking about him being a racist click turned it off wrote him. went to MSNBC same yeah. same record who on cares a, again same record on a different turntable again click Turned it off, goodbye, went to the classic movie network. What do I want to listen to this crap for?
1: No, it's because it's obvious. We already know that. We already know that.
0: He's a racist, he's a perv.
1: We know those things.
0: I mean, what more do I know? Gee, I already know your M.O. So,
1: he is setting them up, and Tony always says, ah, he's not doing this by himself. Steve Bannon's like, you know, calling him up, texting him. Yeah, you
0: know why? Because he has the attention span of a fruit fly.
1: Yeah, not to be insulting to fruit flies, but yeah, he does. And it's, a, it's very Steve Bannon, it's very Stephen I Miller. I got a feeling
0: Steve Bannon is in there like the Manchurian candidate. They turned Trump into the Manchurian <laughs> candidate. Oh, my
1: God. So they're falling for it. So he set a trap for them. He attacked the women that now they call the squad, right? And he made that comment about them going back to their country when three of the four were born here. And, of course, they took the bait. The, they took the bait. They all took the bait. I can understand responding to that and saying, Are you kidding me? Like, really? That's the best you have? You're the president? And leaving it alone. Like, leave it like when you're in a, a Facebook chat, right? I was recently in this Facebook chat, okay, with these individual people. And I'm not going to go deep into it, indivisible groups, which I really think is. was organized by the establishment Democrats to keep us from really protesting and really doing, like, what we need to do.
0: Yes, dear. So,
1: I was going back and forth because they, they also are going off about racism, racism, oh my God. And they're all white people that live in very nice neighborhoods and they've never wanted for anything. I call
0: them cloistered.
1: Yeah. So... I just got tired of the conversation and I gave them the same argument. If this is going to be the centerpiece of the campaign, we will lose to Donald Trump. You might as well not even run a candidate, like just tell him he's president again, because it will happen. And they just go nuts, like I don't care about racism. No, of course I care about racism. But if you solve economic problems in this country, I guarantee that situation will get a lot better. Because when people are not blaming each other for their woes and they're doing better, things change a lot, right? So I'm just trying to get a good candidate elected because if we don't, we're going to have somebody I worse than Trump I the want. next
0: time. I know who I want. We
1: know who you want. We, we I understand. So, and I want the same person that you do. So they're falling for this trap. They, he set the trap. And now they ask Mitch McConnell what he thinks. I mean, this I'm is going on I'm surprised
0: Ocasio-Cortez fell for that. I would have told her, don't even respond to this. I know. Just go on the news and say, doesn't he
1: have carpal tunnel yet? <laughs> From the Twitter? The tweeting. Uh-huh. Constantly with yeah. the tweeting. No, it's the truth. Because that's all he ever does is, is, is go on He's Twitter. He's either
0: playing with his remote for, for Alex Jones, Twitter, tweeting.
1: Or watching or, the Thoughts or popping, and Friends. Or
0: popping the friggin' lids off of uh, Diet or Pepsi's or whatever the hell he drinks. They said he drinks like 12 of them a day.
1: Yeah, he likes sodas. He's like a child. He's a little kid. So they're losing control. The train is out of control right now. Now. You have the yeah, fake And then re-
0: it's gonna run right over us.
1: Well, you have the reality and you have the corporate media's, you know, spin. So they keep making it like Biden's still up there, Bernie's losing some people to Warren and all this other so this b- nonsense. But if you watch real media like a lot of the YouTube channels, they'll report on stuff that they're not talking about. Like, I'll give you a little tidbit, make you feel happy, South Carolina. That's an early voting state. Now, apparently, they learned a lot about South Carolina when they ran against Hillary. And they've been campaigning very heavily there. Nina Turner's been there a lot. They have a lot of offices. Bernie's been there a lot. And guess what? He is far and away the favorite of African Americans in South Carolina.
0: Huge. Yeah, the votes they want to disenfranchise constantly. Yes,
1: exactly. But I believe it's a caucus state. If I'm not wrong, which is different because they don't actually vote the way we do. It's a caucus state. And apparently African-Americans in South Carolina love to caucus. They're the biggest group of caucusers. So Bernie, they're always talking about Bernie and the minority vote. Bernie relates very good to everyone because the message is good.
0: Maybe that's why his numbers are down in New Hampshire, because they love him down in the South. <laughs>
1: You're funny. <laughs> I don't know if I believe those New Hampshire numbers at all. And you know who was in New Hampshire a lot? Tulsi Gabbard. She was there all 4th of July. So, And she did get some decent crowds. Uh, and she had some very loyal supporters there that actually asked some constructive questions to her. So, And I watch a lot of these videos of these two candidates, and I see them with the people. And I see what the people are talking about. You know what they're talking about? They can't pay for their prescription drugs that their child died because they had diabetes and couldn't afford to pay for prescription drugs because they've been out of work for a long time and they're running around doing all these gig jobs and they can barely pay the bills. That's what the people are talking to Bernie about. And he's giving them the solutions. And Tulsi's exposing that we're paying so much money for wars that we have plenty of money to help our people and we have to make choices. And those choices have to change. So... I'm telling you, they're talking about... We had earthquakes in California. The lights went out in Manhattan. Uh, what was it, Saturday? Midtown Manhattan, the lights went and Mayor out. Mayor de
0: Blasio was nowhere to be found. He was in Oops. Iowa
1: campaigning, what, to three people? Uh, we have Louisiana underwater again. Um, all of these things happening, but we're talking about, hmm... The Talking Heads. It's like Hollywood Squares. Is, is he, he or isn't is he a, a, a okay. Klansman? Is he a racist? Is he a white supremacist? Do you remember when he said this? Do you remember when he said that? They go down like that. The, the greatest why hits. I'm
0: turning it off. I can't take it anymore. Well,
1: that's why people watch and YouTube and podcasts. I don't and have podcasts. the money for
0: a new TV right now. When I throw one of my weights through it, no, please don't. My do kettlebells that. go sailing through the air. It'll
1: freak all of us out here. So please don't do that. Because so, I
0: can't listen to it anymore.
1: There was a very famous article that was last week, and it was in the New York Times, and it was uh, a column by Maureen Dowd, and Maureen Dowd uh, interviewed Nancy Pelosi. That must have been... Oh, that was super. Yeah, Maureen Dowd. It's Nancy Pelosi's Parade. That was the name of the column, and that's the famous column where she said, well, you know, the women on the squad, AOC and the other ladies, uh, they're just four votes, you know, she just dismissed them because they didn't vote for the package for uh, the, the uh, border. And that's because there was no oversight to it. Where's the money going? Are we checking? You need oversight. You're going to trust Aren't these those people? those the same
0: four women that Trump's been ganging up Yes,
1: on? correct. So Nancy isn't is not it, on their it, side yeah, either.
0: Isn't the timing a little... Uh,
1: isn't it fascinating mm, that co- they're...
0: Coincidental. Yeah,
1: so really your biggest enemy is your own party, folks, okay? The Democrats... <laughs> The establishment Democrats I are. I
0: can't stand that. They are problems.
1: Yeah, she's horrible. So opposite that very famous. And column, I don't like
0: Schumer either.
1: Opp, I know. He he represents us too. Opposite that column is an article that was largely ignored. And when I was reading the column, because I always read Morning Dowd, I was getting bored. Because I really don't want to hear about Nancy Pelosi and that she's superwoman. Because I know she's not. She works for the donors. She capitulates to the Republicans all the time. And she's really a soft Republican to me. And she's a fundraiser. That's why they love her. She gave us Obamacare. Big deal. What do we always say, Tone? Obamacare is, Romney Care. is a Heritage Foundation Yeah, idea. you've been
0: saying that for years. Yes,
1: I know. But a lot of people don't know it. Um, well, I know it. I have a lot of listeners that tell me to keep repeating it. So the article opposite it is the middle class and it's extraordinary burden. What it takes American families to get through the day. Now you would expect that this article was going to have people that really don't make a lot of money. Maybe they lost their job. No, these are people that you would think have no problems at all, that they're just sailing through. So the first lady is Caitlin Dunham, Austin, Minnesota. She's a physician. Lives with her husband, who is a software engineer and entrepreneur, and their two children. I'm sorry, I thought they had one child, but I think only one gets daycare. The household income, of in between, I guess, depending on how well he does during the year, of two hundred thousand to four hundred thousand. And they're having a hard time. Yes, that's pretty scary. She said, "I live." How much
0: do they owe in student listen,
1: loans? Or I live. How much do they owe in a mortgage? I, I'm going to tell you the story. I live in a small town in Minnesota and our income puts us at the top 2%, but a physician, she says, is expected to work 36 hours at a time and take on massive debt. My husband has his own business, but in the gig economy, he has to write good code, run the business, and recruit clients. Each of us lives in constant terror of falling asleep behind the wheel or at the operating table, causing harm to someone or having something awful happen to our children because we couldn't stay awake. Affordable education and shorter work hours would help us. We don't lack money. We are solidly upper to upper middle class, um, and income wise, but time to care of everything is comically short in supply. It's less about material goods and more about security and reliability. On paper, we make lots of money. But education, debt, taxes, child care, and putting aside adequate savings for retiring, retirement means that we drive old cars and buy clothes at thrift Plus, stores. Plus, they're
0: also paying for health insurance.
1: Well, he probably is, and I don't so know about is her. So she. Well, she's a doctor, I don't know. She said, I knew that being, as a doctor I'd make a good income, but people don't realize, this is her, how many hours I have to work to make that income. I am 10 years behind my peers in savings. During medical school, you are working for free. During residency, you are working minimum wage. I don't have the kind of savings that people I went to college with that are my age. I am spending, hold on to this one, $91,000. On daycare and on household help because she needs somebody to help at home. and she. Well, needs then she to...
0: shouldn't have had two kids. All so righty. Be... But people do have kids. Because people keep falling
1: over this American dream trap. I understand. But years ago, if you said a woman was a doctor, it would be no problem for her to have kids. It's because everything is more expensive. This is the problem. I, what did she say? There are months when I look at our expenses, our car loans our child care bills that allow me to work the 85 hours a week and realize that we don't quite have enough left over for our mortgage. Child care exceeds my house payment. Those are the two biggest things that would help, access to child care and paid parental leave because people are spending so much just to have a child. So there's... there's And that's
0: people with good money.
1: Yes. Now, I picked her out. There's other stories here. They're all different. But the problem is, is that yes, she's a doctor. So years ago, if she was a doctor and her husband had whatever he was doing, that would be more than enough for them to do what they had to do, right? To pay for the things. But everything is so expensive. The student loan debt alone is probably crushing them. And the daycare, good daycare, because you can't leave your kids with just anybody, is so expensive. So two kids and two people that earn that much money are still struggling. And carrying debt. That's not the American dream, right? That's not anything. What is that? Now, imagine that's a woman making a lot of money. We're not even talking about the people that lost their job, right? Job was outsourced. Maybe they got a cut in salary because your boss can walk in any day and say, less money for you. Right? Any day they can do that unless you're in a union and there's very few union jobs. I
0: turn around and say you cut my salary, I'm going to cut your head off.
1: I know. That'll work out (laughs) well. That works out well. So that is what people should be talking about if you're running for president. You should be talking about the kitchen table issues and how those are going to be solved. Not about... Is our president a racist? I think we all know he's a racist. We all know he's a misogynist. Let's move on to the things that matter to the American people. And more
0: importantly...
1: More importantly...
0: He's a fat pig and a miser.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He really is. He is. He's a slob. He's a sloth. I know people can't wait to get rid of him. But you know what? If you just replace him with just anything, it's... Listen... It's like if you needed something new in your house, it's important. I don't know. Pick something. I guarantee
0: Lindsey Graham, every time he walks in Lindsey the room. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's eyes are on his butt. Oh,
1: stop. Stop. He's Lindsey
0: like, Graham is shooting lasers into Donald Trump's Bluteus maximus.
1: Lindsey Graham. Oh, he's disgusting. I don't want to get through to him because he said some stuff that pissed me off. And Lindsey Graham... I don't know. I I don't think he would talk like this if John McCain was alive, his boyfriend. So, um, now I I lost my train of thought because that just killed me, what you just said. Um, I really, I lost my train of thought. About the
0: table issues. So,
1: if your house needed a new boiler, I don't think you would go to like a junkyard and go get one and say, all right, it's replaced, the old one is gone, let's move on, everything's good. That's what you're doing with this election, okay? You're like, anybody, oh, let's go to the moderates. Oh, because the other people will vote for them. You know what? We had a moderate, Barack Obama. We had a moderate, Bill Clinton. And a lot of the things that are happening to us are happening because of them.
0: And because what is Barack Obama doing now? He's nowhere to be found. He's counting his money he's from Netflix. To be, he's in a, a billion-dollar deal with Netflix.
1: And his wife just wrote a who best-selling Who doesn't book. pay
0: one cent in taxes. Right. So there you go. So this is how much Barack Obama, yeah. Mr. Change is Coming, yeah. cares about what's going on in this country. Again,
1: it was change on our couch. That's about all the change yeah, spare there was.
0: change in the couch cushions. That's right.
1: And any time they talk about Nancy, your friend Nancy... Uh, oh, she got Obamacare passed. Huh? It, it's, it was a right-wing idea. It was not very difficult. It was a gift to the corporations, and people still have a uh, $5,000 deductible. she was
0: so worried about childhood obesity the last time I saw her on TV. She looked like she packed on uh, quite a few. No, actually,
1: she lost weight since then, but she was looking a little chubby. Yeah, lay We're off not the brownies, lover. Lay mean. off the brownies, lover. Oh, Tony, you're so funny. So, um... Hey, I'm going to give it to everybody. Well, we always do. So that's
0: because I find it very ironic childhood obesity, and she put weight on.
1: That's my take on things. Okay. I'm hoping at the end of the month when we have the debates, Bernie and Tulsi, because I'm sure they're not going to be on the same debate stage. Although maybe they will be. Who knows who's going to drop out? Hopefully, a few more people drop out. Um, and Tulsi got her 100,000 donors. So she's at 100,000. So she just needs 130 to get to the September debate. So don't forget about Tulsi to give money to Tulsi. And give money to Bernie. So now, we're going to turn to some science. And think other things that are really important that people are, don't pay attention to uh, with Tony.
0: Is that my cue, dear? That is
1: your cue, Tone. I remember the first song I heard. Oops, they go my notes. <laughs> Look out. Bombs away. They never dropped
0: Marlon Brando's cue cards.
1: Well, that's because you don't have an assistant. I'm sure Brando had an assistant. He must have. Probably yeah. had one of those island
0: girls. Yeah, they held up the cue cards with one hand while he was eating a donut with the other, <laughs> and weird. he was saying his lines with the utmost of sincerity <laughs> and honesty. Yes. ABC News. There was a forty percent decline. Oh, excuse me. Wait a minute. I remember when my beloved first saw me at the on the dance floor at Studio Fifty Four. Remember the <laughs> song that was playing, dear? Yo, my honeybee. Honey, bee. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> Come down and sting me.
1: Buzz buzz. Buzz
0: buzz. buzz well, this buzz. is about bees, no? First of all, we didn't meet at Studio 54. No, we we're not know. that old. No, we didn't. We're old, that, but yeah. not that old. We didn't
1: know each other uh, when we were This really is out of
0: ABC News. <laughs> there was a 40% decline in honeybee population over the last winter. Do I have the right microphone here? I, I swapped out. Now, honeybee pollination. Supports twenty billion dollars in crop production. Leave my microphone alone. No, I had
1: to move it because crop. But see,
0: this is what happens when you.
1: <laughs> I had to move it over because you were not projecting.
0: Support. Uh, uh, excuse me, honeybee. <laughs> <laughs> honeybee pollination supports twenty billion dollars in crop production in the U.S. annually.
1: No, they're very important bees.
0: And they're very cute. I love yes, bees. Yes, I love bees too. When you see them up close, if they didn't sting you, they're cute. They are cute. They're fuzzy. They really don't bother you. They're, they're you bother fuzzy. Them. They're black and gold. They make little yeah. funny noises. Yeah, they're, they're fine. Cute. They're not, don't, yeah, they don't bother you. They're not right? like spiders. Ugh. No, those <laughs> yeah, are gross. please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matthew Malika, a senior <laughs> manager at Keystone Policy, which is a consulting firm that works with Honey Bee Health Coalition, reported this. Now, honey bees... Around the world, one hundred and seventy billion dollars in uh, what was I saying? In crop production, food.
1: Right. Yeah, you need them. And these money.
0: bees, these bees are getting quite the little workout because I've been re- I've learned quite a bit about bees. <laughs> uh, now, Jeffrey Williams, an assistant professor of entomology at Auburn serves on the board of directors of the Bee Informed Partnership, and he says that bees are one of the most important agricultural commodities in the country today. Now, Nat Geo also reported over the past 15 years, bees have been in the throes of what is something that's called colony collapse disorder and some regions are reporting 90% losses in bees.
1: I've heard this. 90% It's been going on for a while.
0: Okay, between uh, October of 2018 and April of 2019, 37.7% of the managed colonies, this is mean they they're man-made and they 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 keep Keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the people that run around the fields with the hoods yeah, on their heads. Hives. It declined by seven points, and that's more, more than the same time frame the year before, from 2017 mm-hmm. to 2018. Now, past winter, largest winter losses were reported since 2006. Between... April of 2018 and April of 2019, a one-year span, 40.7% of managed population decreased.
1: Yeah, I've heard it. No matter what they do, it's not working, the managed population. It's just not.
0: Okay. Now, watermelon, cucumbers, apples, peppers, nuts are pollinated by millions of European honeybees. 2.6 million... Um, we we'll get a lot of this. They move them around with eighteen-wheeler trucks. The bees. Really. Yes. Wow. To provide the twenty billion dollars worth of U.S. crop production. Now that they only take care of half the pollination. Wild bees constitute another the other fifty percent of the pollination for crops. Uh, now in two thousand in February of eighteen. 60 these bees go on a road show. <laughs> I was reading about this is funny. They go on a road show. Really? 60% of managed colonies head to California for almonds. They deal with the almond uh, the almond uh, crop out mm-hmm. there. Now, that takes place in February. Then they head to Florida to pollinate the citrus. The grapefruits, the oranges, mm-hmm. blah blah, whatever you know. Limes, so they're just lemons. transporting them. They move them around in trucks.
1: Oh my god! This is how bad it is. Okay.
0: Then they go through the southeast, where they move them around for the blueberries, the cherries, and other fruits and vegetables.
1: Wow! So nature—they—they're like literally. They're on nature, a roadshow. Yeah. Nature cannot take care of it.
0: Then by June they head to the northeast and they pollinate the apples. This sounds like a Rolling Stones concert tour.
1: But how do these bees live in all these different environments? How are they adapting? Can they they adapt to all these they, different? They they move
0: them around in trucks. No, well, I, now that's that's going to be later on because now this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they lay they lay they hang out for several months and they gather nectar and produce honey. So after they're done pollinating, they you know they got to produce what I put in my tea. <laughs> what do I always ask you? Yep, now, unfortunately, they, they're they also fighting off a parasite in the colonies called the Varroa mite. I've never heard of it. Now, another problem is that then when they're moving the bees to California in the winter, the meatheads are moving the bees through the Colorado Rockies, which is as cold as hell.
1: Right, and they're not... And we they're not. Adapt the, yeah. To the, heat, the cold.
0: Instead of going through the Southwest.
1: So why don't they put them in heated trucks?
0: I I don't know. Now there's also they said about fewer beekeepers, higher rentals, and which means it's going to be higher food prices.
1: Yep. Yep. The cost of doing this. And they said right, the big
0: hit is going to be the California almonds.
1: Wow.
0: Eighty-five percent of the world's almond production comes
1: from California. Takes place
0: right? in California.
1: California is the fifth largest economy on the planet did you know that california yeah russia about. is six we're five california is five so california provides a lot
0: now also with all the other little foible first of all i think this i read an article in scientific american the cell phone usage and computers and tvs and iphones and ipads and this and that they're screwing up the bees
1: and the birds
0: they're so befuddled by mm-hmm. all the electrical... Yeah. That's they don't know what's e- going on. But
1: that's That was the first thing that messed up the bees. Yeah.
0: Well, now the USDA is getting involved.
1: Oh, no. This is not going to be good.
0: No. It suspended a data collection for its honeybee survey for budget reasons.
1: Yeah, baloney. They don't care.
0: This was weeks after the USDA was re- given a report that 40% of the colonies were lost after the winter. So they hear this, oh, we don't have the money to do the studies.
1: Right, which the study needs to be done.
0: And according to the Washington Post, when Alexandra Dunn, the pesticide czar of the EPA, is thrilled that they're lifting the ban on a toxin called Sulfax or... Whatever. Uh...
1: A death potion,
0: axophore or something—I can't even pronounce the word—which is very toxic to bees.
1: So let's kill more bees. That's a good idea. She is
0: thrilled to be lifting the restrictions.
1: They like deregulation. Both sides. I of would like to sprinkle
0: it. some of this stuff on her tampons.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See how you like it, then,
0: Miss Dunn.
1: Yeah, there's two things that the donors on both sides of the party like. They like tax cuts, and they like deregulation, and they want all of this to continue, and who does that hurt? Us.
0: They want to kill us, people. They know, they know the resources, quiet, (laughs) they know that the resources are starting to run thin, and they want to get rid of us, idiot masses.
1: So that's why. As they would call us. You have
0: all the lunkheads that are sitting out in the pumpkin patches like Linus, waiting for Great Pumpkin 45 to dump some stupid little factory job down in their little burg. Ain't
1: gonna happen. Not
0: gonna happen. Mm-mm. The ones that are always saying about, oh, all them immigrants, the immigrants didn't take the factory jobs and move them overseas, people. Wake up, lunkheads. <laughs>
1: And also, wake up, Democrats! Wake up, Democrats! People are supposed to be in our side. I know that got me on
0: no do's every <laughs> time I go into chambers.
1: <laughs> All right, I think that's enough for us for tonight. Um, and we're running, we're running close because we got to get on live. And this we, Alexandra Acosta
0: and this. Uh,
1: oh yes.
0: Did you see him?
1: Uh, it's like they took. Senator.
0: It's like they took Stephen Miller. Like that movie The Fly, mm-hmm. when he went into the telepod with the fly and he came out. It's like they took Stephen Miller and Ted Cruz and they threw them in that telepod <laughs> and they their chromosomes were merged and you wound up with Alex Acosta.
1: Yeah, he's really scary looking. They're and
0: I would love to see him get caught in a web. I'd root for the spider. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he might be caught in a web. The he, spider
0: might spit him out.
1: He, did, he let Epstein go very with a hand slap. And there's got to be a reason for that. They
0: are guaranteed, you know what's going to happen? Because they're already, that judge is already getting phone calls because Jeffrey Epstein is going to start to blab his mouth and they got to get him out of here. His
1: associates, too. His he he two employees, uh, All his, employees.
0: his perverted blue blood Illuminati lizard mm-hmm. types.
1: Oh, yeah. There's people very nervous right okay. now. Okay. That are taking
0: sexual liberties with 12 year old kids.
1: And where did he get all this money? Diamonds millions of dollars where did all the money come from and isn't it interesting that we have missing children i'm just saying we have no evidence to this but there are missing children from the border nobody knows where they are mm. right remember
0: people it's about jobs and money in health care not about racism no it's not not about sexism nope that Your, will never go away.
1: Well, but we know these things about Trump already. Okay, Those are these obvious.
0: Democrats, they're like that Time Machine movie with the Eloys and the Morlocks. <laughs> the Democrats are like the Eloys. They wander around in a, in a, in a fantasy briar patch. Mm-hmm. Everything, everybody's going to love each other. No, you're not. No, you're not. But if you give It's tolerance. If
1: you give people a living You means- hold the
0: door open for somebody... Thank them. Goodbye, or they thank you. And you move on with your day. If
1: everybody has a living wage, a roof over their head, and their kids can go to school, and people can go to the doctor, I think people will be less angry. And we
0: could finally afford to go back to a baseball game.
1: (laughs) On that note, we had great fun being with you, and we'll see you next time.
0: This is Alexandra Costa saying,
1: help me.